Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, you know who it is. It's your man, DJ Big Stu, live in the hood, live from Harlem. We always play the hottest joints, the hottest songs, you know what I mean? Make sure you follow me on Facebook.com slash DJ Big Stu, Twitter, capital Beef Stew number 11, and also on Instagram, Beef Stew 110, we in the building. I want to thank everybody that supported our movie, The Uncelebrated Pioneer, The History of Harlem Hip Hop. Uh, we, we, went, we just finished the film festival tour, and... Um, we 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 say that we got 20, 20 selections, eleven nominations, twelve awards, and we, we and we will be airing. Um, we, we will be released. Um, 10, 10, 29. This month, um, October 29th, the Uncelebrated Pioneer will, will, will be released on Amazon Prime. So definitely want to shout out to the Together Magic Group for picking us up and distributing us on that. We definitely feeling real good about that. But like as promised, in the building. We have a very, very, very special guest in the building today. I'm honored to interview him, Mr. Alec Lacey in the building. Definitely representing the, um, the fatherhood. We definitely got him in the building. You know we always talk about being a good father on the show. So welcome to have him. Welcome to the show, Mr. Alec Lace. Thank you for coming through. Hey, what's up, my man? Thank you so much for having me. It's a big honor for me. 
Oh, man, we, we, it's a big honor for us, man. And, you know, we, we got to ask you the question, how do a busy father like yourself uh, run so many things like you and, and become one of the number one podcast for, you know, for fatherhood and in and, and the game? Yeah, it comes just from a lot of trial and error. You know, the best way to do things right is to do them wrong for a little bit, you know, and then you figure out a way and you find a little uh, way to make some time for everything to work. You want to stay committed to your family, stay committed to your relationship with your wife or your girlfriend, uh, to your job, uh, you know, to your kids, and then find the time to uh, press on to your passions and your and your hobbies. Now, you know, how did it all come about? Like, how did you all come up with that idea? Where did it all start at? Yeah, well, I have four kids myself, and my two older boys, they wanted to start, like, a YouTube channel. And last year, you know, I had I had no idea what a podcast even was. So I, I was telling them, listen, if you're going to do a YouTube channel, you got to put a little more effort into it than just turning the phone on and fooling around. There, there's a little bit more to go into it. So as I was trying to research and study with them, uh, I noticed that podcast was audio, mostly audio only. So I said, ah, this seems like uh, maybe a little easier to get into. And I decided to kind of show them by putting in the work and the effort. And I had this message about fatherhood that I had been wanting to put out and looking for an outlet. Uh, so it came at the right time. I put the message out there. The response was overwhelming. And, uh, and, and from there, it just continued to grow. Now, you know, your, with your popularity, you was interviewed by some of our own nation's heroes. How did that feel? Uh, those are the ones that I love the best, to be honest with you. Uh, I really enjoy I have a Navy SEAL on the show each week. I call it my Frogman Friday episode. Today, I just put out my episode with uh, Navy SEAL Medal of Honor recipient Ed Byers. Uh, so that was really humbling to get a chance to speak to these guys. But I bring on, you know, I, I've had the lone survivor, Marcus Luttrell, the guy that killed Bin Laden, Rob O'Neill. Uh, these guys are just phenomenal men, and they have like, such a mindset of um, – of a never give up attitude and, and they apply it to parenting. They apply it to all facets of their life. And I can't help, but just, you know, take notes when I speak to them because they go through the same things as we all do as fathers. So it's really uh, awesome to get them on the show. I think that's deep that you just said the guy who killed Bin Laden, like you sat and spoke to him about his kids and his family life. Like you got to explain that one to me. <laughs> Yeah, he's got three daughters. One of the things with a lot of the SEALs is for some reason they call it the Frogman Curse. Most of them have a lot of daughters. I got, you know, a lot of these Navy SEALs, they have like four girls or three girls, and he's mm. got three girls himself. And it's just interesting to listen to him talk about, uh, you know, the struggles that we all go through, but uh, being so dedicated to a job like that and then having to, you know, have your kids be so, uh, you know, protected uh, in their lives by what they're doing on their social media or how they're using their phones. It's different than the normal people that can just, you know, get on there, create accounts and do all this stuff. They have to be a little bit, they got to take extra steps of uh, precaution, just the normal things that we enjoy, you know. Have you ever thought about like taking your, your show to television or, or something a little further than a podcast? Yeah, I'm only a year and a half into it, so I'm definitely uh, I'm trying to um, navigate my way through this and trying to just hone my craft and learn a bit because I've never, you know, I, I'm speaking with all these guys, and I haven't been doing it my whole life. I'm a railroad mechanic, you know, so that's what I've been doing for the past 20 years. So I kind of just sidestepped into this, and I'm really trying to focus now on uh, perfecting myself as an interviewer and as a speaker. I'll be speaking this year at the uh, Dad 2.0 Summit down in Washington, D.C. So I'm going to try to open up some speaking engagements, keep my options open, and I would love to be on, uh, you know, get this thing moving on TV because the, the response has been overwhelming from the dads all across the country. Uh, even in Europe, uh, I have a lot of dads that, that, that follow me from the U.K. That, uh, I bring on a lot of guys from Australia. 
Um, so it, it definitely, you know, the conversation is there. We have a fatherless crisis going on right now in our country, and, and the vision of what fatherhood is all about and the narrative of it really needs to change. Like I speak to a lot of young guys. I drive Uber on the weekends, and I hear from a lot of the young guys. They have this negative outlook on what fatherhood and family life is all about as if it's a death sentence to become a father and have a kid. And it's the complete opposite. That's why I bring on these guys that have uh, accomplished so much in life. They've been Super Bowl MVPs, uh, Deion Sanders, guys like this uh, that I've had on the show, you know, uh, big-time entrepreneurs. I've had, you know, the Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belford on the show. Like These guys that have just smashed so many different avenues of life. They say, you know what, despite everything I've accomplished, it's been true fatherhood that's given me the greatest sense of fulfillment in my life. And that's a better testimony to what it's really all about. Now, for those that don't know about the, the Dad 2.0 Summit, can you explain to us and give us a little bit in detail what it's all about? Yeah, this is their ninth year that they're doing it. I, I was a little unfamiliar with it myself till, until this year recently. They invited me to come speak. There was a Mom 2.0 Summit that had been going on for years, and uh, nine years ago, uh, these group of guys that were dad influencers that had blogs and some small uh, time, you know, stuff going on. They said, hey, why don't we have a, uh, you know, one of these conferences for, for fathers? Uh, so it started from like one ballroom session and now it's in, they're in their ninth year. It's totally blown up. Uh, they, they, they get influencers from all over the world that come into it. Uh, so this year they, they pick a different city each year to do it. Last year it was in Texas. Uh, this year it's down in Washington, D.C. So it's really uh, a great place for fathers. Uh, to, to kick it around with other dads and find out what's going on. You can learn some new, um, you know, new philosophies on parenting. You can listen to the different dads that are out there, uh, you know, supporting the community with other fathers, a lot of single dads out there, divorced dads out there. Uh, we all, even though we all have it in common that we're fathers, we all have isolated experiences. We're all experiencing something different. So it's always helpful to hear uh, like-minded guys that are going through similar situations that you are. Now, now, you know, um, you was on Fox and Friends, you know. Give, you know, tell us how that was, because that's a big show, you know what I mean, and um, that's a major show in the morning. So that uh, was you nervous, or you know, <laughs> how was that for you? Yeah, you know, it, it was it was an awesome experience, especially for my kids to see me go through that process, because it it kind of really symbolized to them what I was trying to explain to them about trying to start a YouTube channel was if you want to do it you got to be dedicated to it. And I have been working really hard and they've seen me working really hard on the podcast and to see, you know, Fox studios sent a car to my house to pick me up, to bring me there. Then they got to watch me live on TV and then the car brought me home. So for them, uh, it was just really good to, to show them by example. But for myself, I really enjoyed the experience. Um, you know, you know, they, they invited me to come down and speak for father's day about the podcast. And uh, it was just amazing to walk into the room and to see on the big screen that they have inside the studio, the um, the image for first class fatherhood on that on the wall that they had there and it was really humbling for me to just take a look at something that I had been working so hard on uh, come to fruition like that on a major uh, news network like Fox and Friends so it was a really cool moment for me. Now me and you have something in common a little bit like I still do I, well until just recently um I just I was retired from New York City house on the thirty myself you are a railroad mechanic. And you've been doing this all along while you're doing all this stuff. Now, how does your coworkers and, you know, how does it feel that, you know, how does that work when you go back to your coworkers and you got a number one podcast, but you're still grinding at the job as regular nine to five? 
Yeah, it's, you know, for, for some people, they love it. I have a, you know, you quickly find out who are supporting you and who is really, uh, you know, hating on you or, or really, I guess, <laughs> harboring some jealousy at you. You find out pretty quickly with something like this. Yeah, so, I overwhelmingly, I got to say, yeah, overwhelmingly, the support has been really good from from a lot of the guys. Like I said, I've, I've been working there for a long time, and, uh, you know, I'm still hustling my Uber on the weekends. I always drove, you know, a taxi part-time most of my life. You know, I drove a cab in New York. I drove a livery cab for a while. I mean, I, I did all that. Uh, so I still kind of – now I love the Uber. I think that's – a you know, I, I love that they have that. It's a great way to promote the show. I'm always playing the episodes in the Uber when people come in, so it's a good way to help promote. Mm, that's – that's that's definitely definitely a good way to promote. So I mean, now what when you know what do you want people out there to know about you know what the, your whole movement when when you if you could put it all in one nutshell. Yeah, it's it's just basically like um, you know we're not babysitters, we're fathers. You know we're not assistant moms. You know we're dads. It's a fifty-fifty role, and it, and if you don't think that dads are just as important as moms, you need to take a look at the statistics because wherever you see a very high rate of drug use, of teenage pregnancies, of, of juvenile uh, imprisonment. Whenever you see all these high rates of these statistics, you're also going to find in that community a very high level of fatherless households. And the statistics are right there. In every community that, that is loaded with this stuff, it's also a very high percentage of fatherless households. And where we see fathers engaged in their children's lives, we don't see those numbers. So, I mean, it's a, it's a no-brainer that we need to have um, – Kids need to have a male role model in their life, a father figure. If it's not the biological father, it's a father figure. And that, that's one of the things I get from a lot of these military guys. A lot of these Navy SEALs that I speak with, a high percentage of their community comes from a single-parent household. And, I listen, I give all the credit in the world to the single moms that are holding it down out there because I don't know how in the world I would do it without my wife So, um, and, it, and the single dads out there. So I understand that, you know, it's, it's a very difficult position to be in. But if you don't find that male role model like these guys have found it in the military, which takes their career at a different level, if you're finding that male role model on the street, your life takes a turn for the worse. And we, and we see the results of it time and time again. So uh, I can't stress the importance enough about having a father influence in the life of a child. That's well said. Um, another thing about the Super Bowl, man, you had the honor to be on the Super Bowl. You interviewed some dads. Tell us, tell us what, that, what was like that was like and um, – who was your favorite interview that day? Well, I, I, I got to say Tom Brady, just because it was uh, it was awesome to meet him and have a chance to ask him some questions about fatherhood. He talked about his own life, uh, you know, his own parents, and then talked about uh, his per- perspective of having children of his own. But uh, that was a, I found out the morning of Super Bowl Media Day that my credentials were approved, and I, I kind of woke my wife up in the middle of the night because I got the I got the email uh, that my uh, press cast was approved and to come pick it up down in Atlanta, but they, they sent it to me at like two in the morning, the day of the event. So I woke my wife up and told, hey, hon, uh, I got to take a flight down to Atlanta for the Super Bowl here. And she, she, mm. she had no idea that I had even applied. So that was kind of funny. But, uh, you know, I, I hopped on the plane, got down there, and it was a really good experience to be there. And I learned a lot. It was, that was the most important thing about it is that I was able to take so much in from these professional guys, uh, journalists, uh, these guys that have been hitting it for so hard for so long. So I had some really great conversations with guys from the NFL Network, from ESPN, and, and just really took in a, a lot of information, took a lot of notes, and really enjoyed the experience. But, but to have a chance to speak to Tom Brady, who is, you know, arguably the greatest guy to ever do it, man, that, that was really cool. And to have him talk, you know, about fatherhood from my show, that, that was even uh, icing on the cake. Um, which team did you cheer for that day? <laughs> 
Uh, you know what? I kind of, I, I kind of impartial to it. You know, I was, uh, you know, I like to see Tom Brady have his success. I mean, uh, I, there was a few guys on the Rams that I spoke with also. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't really have a stake in the game. I quit gambling on sports quite a while back. So once I did that, I kind of lost my interest in sports. Almost like for me, like watching a horse race without having a bet on it. You know, so it's it's almost uh, similar to me. I kind of lost that energy. Uh, as far as the sports go, when I don't have, uh, you know, money tied into the game. So it's been a little bit more difficult for me to to get in, involved in it in that capacity. Now, you interviewed Dean Kane, Deion Sanders, and Tony Hawk um, also. Um, do you find any of them have a lot of the same different qualities about and, and different um, thoughts on fatherhood when you interviewed them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, well, uh, Dean Kane, uh, you know, he's a, a single father. He raised his uh, son by himself there, basically. And, and one of the things that was uh, incredible about him was at one point when he was going through the custody battle with his son, he was offered a, a role uh, where at the time, if he accepted it, it would have made him the highest paid actor in television. Uh, but the role would have required him giving up that parental custody battle, and it would have meant him giving up the rights of his son. And so they basically put it to him as, you know, you either take this role or you could be a dad. You can't do it both ways. And so he turned down the role. It, it took him a millisecond to turn it down. And, and uh, you know, it, it, that was a big statement for him about what fatherhood and what his son meant to him. So that was a pretty cool takeaway. And uh, guys like Tony Hawk, he's got a blended family. Like he has um, – you know, uh, several different relationships. So he has uh, kids from different um, spouses. Uh, so he mm -hmm. spoke to that. He was able to uh, speak to uh, how to co-parent and how to bring your family together and how to make that work. So uh, e each person, um, you know, has a little bit of a, a different uh, vision of fatherhood and they have different experiences. So it's really just cool to, to hit them with the questions and, and listen to what they have to say about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds really, really cool. Um, is there anything that you got up and coming, like any seminars or like are you talking any place in engagements or are you writing a book on 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 anything? Yeah, I'm moving on a book. I'm trying to throw it together with all the interviews. I'm trying to do one in the style of Tim Ferriss's Tools for Titans. I'm trying to make it one of Tools for Dads in a, in a similar version of that. Uh, as I said, I'll be speaking at the Dad 2.0 Summit in February down in Washington, D.C. And a as of right now, I'm grinding it out. I got five episodes a week that are coming at you. Uh, they, they play Monday to Friday. I try to stick as close as I can to the themes. Usually on Mondays, I have an entrepreneur. Tuesday, somebody that's in the Transformation Tuesday uh, category. And then Wednesday, I do a Warrior Wednesday. Thursday, I bring on an NFL uh, player. And then Friday, I bring on a Navy SEAL. So uh, next week, I got NFL Hall of Famer Mike Haynes coming on. And um, I'll have another Navy SEAL as well. And then I got Andre Risen coming on soon. So I got, I got a good lot of them. I'm interviewing um, Dana White next week, the UFC president. So that episode will be dropping pretty soon. Uh, so I got a lot of great guests that will be coming on the show. And that's really where my focus is on right now, is just banging out the content and honing my craft. That sounds really dope. Let the people know how to follow you and keep up with you. Yeah, you can find me everywhere. Uh, First Class Fatherhood. I'm on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify. You can find me at firstclassfatherhood.com. And I'm on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace or at First Class Fatherhood. Same thing for Twitter. I'm on all the social channels. I never had a social media account until last year, so I'm still studying the game on that end, too, and figuring out the best ways to connect with people, create content, and uh, I'm having fun in the process, too. Uh, I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm trying to develop a little bit, and uh, I'm having a blast. i got to be honest. 
Well, I want to thank you, brother, for coming to the show, man. It's been a pleasure interviewing you. And um, whenever you drop the books and everything, you're welcome to come back here, man. You got a home here. We want to thank Mr. Alec Lace for coming through the show. Thank you, DJ Big Stu. I appreciate you having me on. All right, man. Stay in touch. You got it. All right. We're going to get into my man Ike Numbers right now. This is a dope joint. It's called Up, Up. And we're going to have all the information about everything going on that we just talked about with Mr. Alex on the on the website. So make sure y'all stay tuned for that. Shout out to College Underground Radio. Shout out to everybody on iHeart. Shout out to everybody on Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play. Everybody that gets us all over iTunes. Um, definitely, definitely College Underground and College Underground Television. All right? So let's get into this joint right now. This is my man Ike Numbers. This joint really hot. It's called Up Up. MPGT, my people got to eat. When I look at you, I see the best of me. I'm still working on the rest of me. Ground your vibes in a light. Thanks for playing with me. And together we lift our energy. Then I look them in the eyes and I tell them, whoa. 
that work. Came out that dirt. I move that word, dog. Your pockets hurt. My car got cursed. Her pussy squirt. I'm from like a dog. Bought a pink diamond, cut my bitch look like a dog. It's so good, made me overlook all of her flaws. Don't panic, I got suicidal doors on my car. Don't really eat this water, they don't want me look like boss. I'm in Fiji, dripping across the globe. Bitch and chillers on my niggas and my hoes. Yeah, to top off of the window like on hoes. Put five all in the sprinter for the road. And I'm switching all my niggas digging to the cold. And man, I'm in my main man, get this shit in by the load. Put that cocaine I call her on her toes And if it ain't though it's suicidal We got that work We got that work Pop that work She got that work She got that work My diamonds work My hands are turned When the paper turns Who got that work? Suicide, suicide, no Right before you blink your eye, I'm on a different coast I'm on that pirate loop, I direct the movie Phantoms from the Houthis, huh? that cash money juice That's a rap doobie, I'm on the hills, bougie Drop top on Ruby, Caesar pals with Julius huh? hey. You know that boy, check the fatal Why you think he'll face like a baby? Chop, 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 down to work, down to beat my diamonds jumping like da diamond Water blue ice, rest in peace to eat. Trapping down the onions, my eyes Philippines. Chop that work, we got that work. Pop that work, she got that work. She got that work, my diamonds work. Some haters, huh? When them paper turns. Who got that work? Suicide, suicide,
done heard a lot of stories about this cash I get. She done heard a lot of stories about this dick I slang. She wanna suck a nigga dang a lang a lang a lang. Should I pop through the block with my icy walk? Should I pop through your block with the icy drop? I might let your friend hit it, got a shell of bra. I done hit every bitch in your head for long. I'm a freaking sheep. Dollar, bitch. I hit the windows until the walls, bitch. I know you got a man, you need a pause, bitch. I'ma hit that shit until he calls me, bitch. Yeah. Make you tell me, niggas all jelly. He don't call me, he's my off celly. You won't fuck me tonight, I said it already. I need ID, ain't no R. Kelly. I'm a rich ass nigga, you a bitch ass nigga. I'm a quick ass hit a nigga, quick ass nigga. Got a stick, hit a bitch ass nigga. Better talk to me nice when you hit that nigga. She look at me like she's surprised, packing the post And I'm home alone, the box at the door, they go for 35 I tried to put on for my partners, they turning their enemies right before a nigga eyes. You reach for a shake, I'm a whole lot of fish Give a nigga a quarter pound without the pride I just went double platinum with no features Just to show a nigga I don't really need it Fast a man to play and he can make a shake It's guaranteed to fold him by the end of the And I know you think that I ain't see it and I know your bitch ain't got a car, don't make me go and buy your bitch a little free. Fuck on the camera, we can call it even. Friends are like the autumn, every year they leave them. And I'ma rake them in the pile, throw them in the bag. Tie them bitches up and leave them. Cause most these niggas are deceiving and nah. You stab friends, now I got enemies. Used to keep them close, now they dead on me. Money tennis show, all these tendencies. Enemies, yeah, so sad. Sometimes, every time they let me down. Sometimes, every time they let me down. Friends, now I got enemies Used to keep 
keep them close, now they dead to me Money tend to show all the tendencies Enemies, yes, so sad Check us out on um, 10, 10, 29, October 29th 
Amazon Prime, the uncelebrated pioneer, the history of Harlem hip hop. It will definitely be out there. Make sure you go screen it. It's on Amazon Prime, free with subscription. All right. Make sure you go get them baller sneakers out of live shoes. The baller sneakers out of live shoes, the dope sneakers for the one that stand alone. Also, um, if you want to get in contact with us at the New Cinema Film and Music Festival, you know what I'm saying? You can hit us up at the New Film and New Music Fest at AO at gmail.com. Once again, the New Film and Music Fest at gmail.com. We are looking for web series. We are looking for music videos. We are looking for every type of content. You can find us on Film Freeway. You can look us up. Make sure you get um, check us out. We're going to be in the Palms Hotel um, July 25th to August 5th. 2020 on the Brennan the Brennan Theater films will be screened all projects will be screened parties seminars it's going to be a big festival the new cinema film and music festival celebrities you can meet people award shows everything is going down all right so please if you got some talent and you believe in yourself and you believe that your film deserves to get a chance there will be a distribution deal for some of the chosen winners and it would be also prizes and trophies for others so um with that being said, Mizzy Man, um, I'm trying to make sure I say everything before I back out of here. All right, make sure you check us out. Check me out on Facebook. You can hit me up at facebook.com slash DJ Big Stew and see me do my old school show this Sunday live, 3 p.m. All right, you can make sure you see that on Facebook live. I'm going to play old school music. I rock out. Hopefully, you know, they don't cut me off. You know what I mean? But we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do what we're going to do. All right? So we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Earlier today, I played Maura G's. Uh, Maura G's will be out October 31st. The video will be out. Chop a lullaby. Also, um, the, the, the song will be in all the stores iTunes, Spotify, every place, all major platforms. Mora G's Chopper Lullabies, a lot of you guys been liking that. Join, make sure you go support that. The video will be all over Chopper Lullabies. I'm going to play that one on the way out once again. I'm going to rewind that, man. All right, make, make sure y'all tune in. If you're trying to rent a studio for your podcast, hit us up at infobeast2radio at gmail.com if you're, in, if you're in the New York or the Harlem area. We are recording podcasts for other people out there if you uh, at Beef Stew Studios, okay? If you're looking for a film production, if you're looking for us to film your event, air your event live on Facebook on our platform for the thousands of people, we can do that for you, all right? Let's do it! <laughs> Sing like God. 